like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Never Alone. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Thirteenth chapter of the book of Hebrews, verses 5 and 6 will be where we will concentrate our efforts and launch this sermon from these two verses. Hebrews, the thirteenth chapter, the fifth and sixth verses. The Bible says, Let your manner of life be without covetousness, and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Never alone. Never alone. He promised to never leave me. Never to leave me alone. I am not alone. I have Jesus living on the inside of me. I have victory over every one of life's circumstances because I always win. God's people always win. There is no failure in our Savior. There is no punking out and backing up and running away. Jesus has defeated both hell, death, and the grave. And greater is he that is in me and you than he that is in the world. All that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. But greater is he that is in the believer than he that is in the world. There is no word more alone than the word alone. Oftentimes, if you're human, and if you're connected with life, then sometimes you feel lonely. Sometimes you feel disgusted, sometimes busted and can't be trusted. Sometimes we feel abandoned. 
trapped and taken for granted. But each one of us today need to be encouraged because you are never alone. And whatever you are going through, remember this. There is no temptation, there is no trial, and there is no test that have taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is able. God is able to carry you through the storms of life. God is able to make you stand because he promised to never leave you. Never to leave you alone. Deuteronomy 31 and 6. You need to hold your place in Hebrews 13, 5 and 6 because we'll be back. Deuteronomy chapter 31. Today I've come to declare to every believer under the sound of my voice that you need to be encouraged. And if you don't get it from people today, get it from the Lord. Because he cannot lie. He promised to never leave you. To never leave you alone. He knows everything you're going through. And those of you that have gotten just straight up tired, I need to tell you right now, he's carrying you. But whatever happens, he ain't going to leave you. (laughs) What a blessing. Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 6. If you have it, say, I have it. Together, let us read. And the reason I didn't read, I got happy in my right hand turned the page over the scripture. <laughs> so let me read it to back to you. So let's just read it again. Read. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is who doth go with thee. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Can you tell the Lord thank you? Be strong. That's a beatitude. Be strong. And of good courage. Fear not. Isn't that what the Bible says? Nor be afraid of them. Now whoever them are. There is no need of being afraid of them. Because no matter how many of them that there may be, you and Jesus are the majority. Be not afraid of them. And the Bible also instructs us to not fear them. We're to be strong and of good courage. Now watch this. We will never be strong and of good courage looking at the circumstances. If we look at the circumstances, we'll find ourselves feeling defeated. We'll start saying, this is too big for me. There's no way that I can ever overcome this. The doctors say, I got cancer. The mortgage people say they are foreclosing on the house. 
The people where I work said that they are laying off. My goodness, what in the world is going on? Be of good courage. Be strong. Don't fear them. All of our help, every bit of it, comes from the Lord who even kept us when we were in our mother's womb and caused us to be born on time. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is who doth go with thee. One time Moses told the Lord in another place, Lord, if you don't go with me, I ain't going. Huh? And that's what our attitude ought to be. Lord, if you're not going with me, I'm not going. But every child of God, to update our database, there's no place you are that he isn't. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So the Lord is telling us what our mindset ought to be because the fear of man brings a snare. Walking around and in fear will cause you to not operate in the best that the Holy Spirit has put inside of you. When you fear God, ain't nobody else left to fear. Be strong and be of good courage. Quit showing yourself so weak and uncertain in life. Quit acting like you don't know who God is. It does not matter how many that there may be that are against you. He that is in you is greater than all of them over there. Somebody said one time, say, man, look, all them folk over there don't like you. All them folk over there against you. And the guy thought for less than 30 seconds, he said, me and Jesus against all them folk over there. See, when we understand that God causes us to always triumph in Christ, there's nothing to fear. Because God is with us. In those days, he was cloud by day and fire by night. In those days, he was bread from heaven, feed me till I won't no more. In those days, he parted the Red Sea. In those days, he protected Israel from the plagues of Egypt. In these days, he's the same one that did that for them. In these days, He's still Alpha and Omega. In these days, he's still the beginning and the end. In these days, he is our tower of strength. In these days, he is our way maker. In these days, he's able to make your enemies your footstool. In these days, he is able to keep you from falling. In these days, he is greater than whatever and whomever that comes up against you because you are already more than a conqueror. In these days, he's Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a relief it is. In these days, he'll never leave you, nor will he ever forsake you. Now that word forsake is a very interesting word. That's when some folk in your life know that you're struggling to pay your bills. Know that you're struggling to maintain your foothold or to stand up on your feet. There are some folk that know that things are not going basically well with you and they walk out on you anyway. That's what it means to be forsaken. They know all that it is to know and they still leave. 
God say, I'm not that person. I will never forsake you. I will be with you until the end of the age because you're never alone because great is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Romans chapter 4. You be of good courage. You don't have to look at your neighbor but tell him. Because I know you can't do two things at once. <laughs> Romans chapter 4. In the life of our father Abraham. We ought to do like David at Ziglag when they got ready to stone him. David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And that's what you're going to have to do. Because everybody don't understand where you are and where you're trying to get to. But when you start feeling lonely and the devil start lying to you in the midnight hour and telling you you're never going to make it through this, you just go back and remember he brought you before. He's with you now. He will bring you through whatever it is that you're facing. If any lack wisdom, do what? Do what? Do what? Ask God. He knows everything. Romans 4 and 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who giveth life to the dead, and calleth those things which are not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he, God, had promised, he was able also to perform. We have to make a choice in life. God just told the Israelites to be strong and of good courage. Here we find our father Abraham, just about 100 years old, just about on the other side or past the other side of childbearing. His wife, 10 years younger than him, also passed childbearing but God. And you notice this. Being weak and being strong, everybody, is a choice, but it's not the end of the choice. You have to make a choice whether or not you're going to be run over in life or whether when they run over you you're still going to be standing up huh having done all to stand stand therefore having your loins girded about with truth and on the breastplate of righteousness be girded with that and the girdle of truth and have your loins girded about with truth and your feet Shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We are in a war zone. And you must see yourself as a victor and not a victim. Now Abraham, God talked to him a very long time ago. And told him that he would be the father of many nations. 
according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Now you got to understand in life when God makes a promise to you and you are going through the scriptures and, and you got the perfect right at any given time, 24 hours a day, to pull a scripture that you believe that fits where you are in life and what you're dealing with. Am I right about it? So having the choice to choose the scripture, when God told Abraham that he was going to make him the father of many nations, in that 18th verse, the Bible right there says, and he hoped against hope. Do you know what was going on? Same thing going on with us right now. We need to understand it. The moment you say that you're going to do a certain thing, that you're going to achieve a certain level, all hello everybody on the other side of the river going to break loose. And the reason for that is to see whether or not you really mean it down in your heart what you believe God for, whether or not you're going to stand for it or fall for anything. Uh, you see when it says right there that Abraham hoped against hope, that, that meant then that the devil hit him with everything that he had until what he was believing God for was challenged. There's no way we're going to come through here saying we believe God for this and we believe God for that and don't expect a battle. I didn't say a war, I said a battle. Because when you're hoping against hope, you're doing everything you can. You're straining your faith to hold on with the last amount of strength you have. But those that don't claim God's word, those that don't proclaim God's word, those that don't stand on God's word, those that don't expect God to do nothing, they ain't got no problem. They just sail on through life. But the moment you take a stand, you say, I'm going to tithe. You say, I'm going to love my enemies. You say, I'm going to treat people like I want to be treated. You wake up the next morning cussing the goldfish. Because the devil stands against where you and I are headed to make us doubt God. But notice what the scripture says. If you look in that 18th verse again, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. So we have to Trust God no matter what it looks like. No matter how much pain it is. Pain of body. Pain of heart. Huh? Because the moment you say, I will, to the Lord's word, is the moment you're going to have to prove that you're going to. Now notice this. In verse 19. And being not weak in faith. See, that's a choice. Being not weak in faith. What does it mean to be weak in faith? It means to have no word. <laughs> huh? And see, Abraham was in a time where nothing was written. God spoke to him in the environment, and Abraham didn't have anything to look back on to see what was written. So Abraham believed God, and it was put onto his account. For righteousness. Do you believe God today? That's the question. Because what he promised, he's able also to perform. Now, he may not come when you want him. But, oh, my Lord, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. What is God saying? Don't consider your circumstances to make a value judgment based upon what you see. 
Not weak in faith means strong in faith. I trust you, God, no matter what it looks like. And look like right now they're trying to take the house. But you got more housing. You got more cars. You got more places I can be employed. The earth is the Lord's. The fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. There's no defeat in God. There's no failure in God. God has no plan B. His plan almighty straight ahead. So when you make up your mind that you're tired of being weak in faith because you don't stay for Sunday school, you don't study on your own, so where are you going to get strong? Where are you going to get knowledge? He said, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because they reject knowledge. And because they reject knowledge, God say, I'm going to reject you. Any good parent in here have already come to this revelation and that is I must talk to my child I must tell my child things that they can expect in life and everybody that shake their hand is not their friend and those that don't are not their enemies I need to talk to my children God is saying the same thing I need to talk to my children because they're stumbling and bumbling through this world having no understanding like a mule And a mule doesn't have no understanding because a mule is a cross breed between a donkey and a horse. So God didn't make a mule. Mule is man-made. That's why his face so long. Man can't do nothing happy. (laughs) So Abraham made a quality decision. Lord, I don't have anything written But I hear you talking to me, so I believe you. And the moment the word came, you're going to be the father of many nations, now all hello broke out, which meant then that we need to get the revelation of what Satan is really after from you. What is he really trying to get from us? The word. If he can cause us to doubt God's word, we keep our money in our pocket, we don't pray, We don't trust. We become suspicious of everything in life. And we stand still there for the next 20 years. Abraham made a quality decision. I made a quality decision in my own life. Long time ago. Over 40 some odd years ago. Because I was running with some Christians. That were smoking and drinking and everything. And I was doing it with them. I'm serious. But when I turned to the Lord, when the Lord saved my half crazy self, it dawned on me that, okay, what is this Bible really talking about? Because I'm not going to be like the Christian I used to party with that never told me about Jesus. I need to get in this book and I need to find out what it's all about. And I can't tell you how many times I've read this Bible through. I didn't learn prosperity from the local church. I learned prosperity from the Holy Ghost. I didn't learn once saved, always saved from the local church. I learned it from the Holy Ghost. I didn't learn tithes and offerings from the local church. They were talking about dues. I learned it from the Holy Ghost. And that's why in this generation when you're talking about the things of God and so-called church people that never cracked their Bible open, you had the biggest argument with them people because they don't know nothing. 
So you need to make up your mind. Are you going to be a dumb Christian with no information doing the same thing you always done at church? Leave one, go join another, get mad at the pastor because he's in the real Bible and you in fantasy land. Open rebuke is better than secret love. So the moment Abraham believed God, Satan brought some doubt. So it was, a, it was a challenge right there. Yeah, I feel the pain, but I'm healed. Yeah, yeah, I know my money is funny and my change is strange, but I'm rich. <laughs> huh? I'm rich because I believe God. And when you're dealing with people that don't, you're going to have the biggest argument. Verse 19, read. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Now you know the weak faith doesn't get glory. Today's message, Never Alone, FC2741, FC2741, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us at net. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded. 
in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.